laws will have to be imposed, and a world-governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tinfoil hat. And welcome to another fun, festive episode of Tinfoil Hat. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Joining me is XG and the place to be. Thanks for being here, buddy. Battling tra- You guys have no clue the battling of the traffic that this guy has to do to come drop those truth bombs. It's horrible. It's horrible, but it's horrible, you're a fucking but I love champ. It. It's worth it. It's you're worth it. Every time. Uh, uh, XG and I hung out at the comedy store on Friday night, we did a uh, our friend uh, George Perez's show, uh, packed house of Mexicans, and they just love those conspiracies, dude. They just love them. Dude, did you see the, low, the lowrider right in the front? Yeah, dude. You knew it was George's oh, show. Oh, dude, I knew it, dude. <laughs> I knew it, dude. A lot of amazing things going on. Guys, thank you so much for all the, the kind words on my special. That's right. Zero Fucks is available there it is. Just go to, just go, basically all you got to do is go to Vimeo.com, put in the hashtag, either Sam Tripoli, Zero Fox, Viper Room, any of those who come up. It's doing really well. You could rent it. You could rent it or you can uh, buy it. Here's my thing, man. It's doing well. There's a lot of people listening to the show. I'm, a lot, I'm amazed a lot of you haven't gone and listened to it. I think you should check it out because I think you'd really enjoy it. If you lo- love the show, you'll love it. $1.99. Dog, that is basically a candy bar for for like 35 minutes of pure murder in a historic venue. And then December 14th, boom, Armageddon drops. I'm super excited about that. That will be next. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. So it's going to be boom, boom, boom. So go support the show. Uh, what else do we have? Um, Dece- we Zanies. December 15th, we uh, tinfall hat. With myself, Eddie Bravo, my friend Reed Becker, and our good friend, friend Kevin Trevor, Trevor Kevlaw will be there. Uh, it is an 11 o'clock show. I just got word. Tickets are selling fast. It's almost sold out. It's really close to being sold out. So I know it's, uh, I'm, I mean, when my manager goes, dude, you sold a ton of tickets. I'm like, holy shit. So Chicago's coming to party. Grab your tickets now. Pack it out. Because if you, you're in Chicago, you help us out, we pack the show up, that means we're going to be able to come around and come back around and do an earlier slot. So we won't be at the 11 o'clock. We'll get the normal human hours instead of the, the uh, you know, truth bomb dropping serious motherfucker 11 p.m. spot. Okay, so come check that out. Support us on that. Uh, the Patreon is rocking, dude. Uh, I added so much content last night. Interview with Amy Chipo. I did a uh, Q&A. I did a, excuse me, I did a uh, live stream with everybody on uh, Patreon. And then I also dropped the uh, XG and myself's Q&A that we did with you guys. Uh, we answered your questions from Tim Fo- from uh, Twitter and from the Patreon. So check that out. And uh, I think that's it. Is that it? We got the website. Oh, the website. Go to Tim Fo- Hat Podcast. Dot com. That's tinfoilhatpodcast.com. Man, knew you bet on the game on, on the fight this weekend. 
What you got? Because I know you put the, it on BetDSI, right? Yes. Oh, BetDSI. BetDSI for all your bet needs. You're killing it today, actually. BetDSI. Go to BetDSI. Use HAT100, and uh, they will match your your deposit up to 500 bucks. Go support our friends. Uh, by the way, I did go to the fight. I went and saw Tyson Fury versus... Um, Weiler. That Weiler. shit was fucking crazy, Here's man. Crazy, and it leads into what we're talking about today. So right before the main event started, they had a moment of silence for George Bush. Well, I'm going to bring in our guests real quick. But go to BetDSI. Go to BetDSI and use promo code HAT100. Help us out. Uh, it is We're starting to ramp up for NFL playoffs, NBA playoffs. Look at my Clippers go. Uh, UFC is getting good. We got some big fights coming out at the end of the year. John Jones is back. Uh, so get into that. Joining us via the power of Skype, he is uh, uh, a returning champion, one of our show's favorite people. Uh, everybody loves us. He's a young Christian warrior, okay? Please welcome from those conspiracy guys, Gordon Rochford, everybody. How are you, dude? How are you, Gordo? Really good, man. Thanks for having me on again. It's, well, been, uh, it's been a long time. Have you ever... This is OG. Have you ever talked to a Mexican before? Have you ever talked to a Mexican before? Uh, Yes. How's it going? It's going (laughs) great, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I love your podcast. You go fucking deep. It's you, three hours, four hours, oh. and you got to set your your time apart for that shit. Cause oh, you go, are, you li- yeah, dude, they I've got a great podcast. They go insane. The, when people bitch about our shit, oh, it's too short. Uh, All right, hit these fuckers yeah. up. They well, got, the they training go deep. wheels. I always say that. We're the, the training, training wheels. wheels. Yeah. And then people like, you know, those uh, conspiracy guys, higher side chats with Greg Carlwood. Like, those are the guys you go... When uh, you got like uh, uh, two days to, uh, you know, sit down and listen to this podcast because you guys really <laughs> yeah. do go deep and uh, and I, I love you. So thanks for coming on. Now, I really, you know, I really I, I contact a couple people like, hey, man, I got to do this podcast on black nobility. And uh, I'm like, man, I haven't had Gordo on in a while. I'll hit him, hit him up. So we're going to do a uh, podcast on black nobility. And then, you know, ding dong, George Bush is dead. <laughs> and my pot and I just started getting bombarded by people going, dude, you got to talk about, you got to talk about, um, you got to talk about, uh, this whole thing. You got to talk about George Bush dying because everybody on Twitter and Facebook and the news was talking about what a wonderful American this guy was. And well, it's the forgiveness of death, right? You, you die. And then everyone is like, oh yeah, I forgot. I don't know this shit. Like even a, a war criminal, like W is sitting on Jimmy Kimmel and he's just going, oh, hi there, Jimmy. How you doing? Uh, it's just me, old uh, Uncle George. Come on for a, you know, ruffle my hair like you did to Donald. <laughs> you know, and he's a fucking, some like nice old dude now. And we forgot like 20 years ago that he uh, is a war criminal with Tony Blair. Oh, you dude. Know, I mean, it's not even then, 20 years ago. It's 10 years ago. 10 yeah. years ago. And here's the thing. I'm really starting to think that George... H. Bush, or is it George W. Bush? It's George W. Bush. H. W. Or is it younger or old? The younger, the younger one is. Yeah, yeah. Just was w. just a puppet. I really do believe that oh. because I'm starting to look at how how Reagan operated and what what George H. W. Bush did to Reagan and Reagan. I just think he, these guys were good, kind of dumb, like yeah. dumb 
just I mean, Patriot puppets. Re- Reagan was just like, well, I just do whatever George tells me. Like, for he sure. Wasn't, he was just a little bit drunk for eight years and just yeah. did whatever he was told. Just like, I think uh, he had a couple of slips as well. Like, he was like... Uh, when we send the lasers into space to shoot the aliens, you're like, Ron, shh, stop, stop. Oh, and now um, we got it coming back again. It's so unbelievable. Sure. So you're telling me you believe I in think, the MK Ultra part of it? I believe. Listen, I think, uh, you know, let's take a look at George Bush, uh, George W. Bush, right? Uh, and what, what he, he represented. There is no way Dick Cheney could ever have been elected by himself. There's just no way. They would never be able to get him. He's just too evil. So you got to put this guy that just is like, hey, man, just hang around, hang around, you know, just hang out, you know, just like this good yeah. old boy. And what they always say, man, oh, dude, someone I could have a beer with, which was hilarious because at the time he wasn't, uh, you know, he's a recovering alcoholic and he didn't even drink. And that was their cell. Oh, I could sit down and have a beer with this guy. And you just like you look at like how they manipulated everybody to get you know, Cheney in, and then Cheney basically ran that thing. And that's why word is they don't talk right now because he destroyed his legacy. Dick Cheney, George Bush cannot leave the country. There was, there was a whole thing of tug of war between the leadership saying like some people saying that there were puppets and some people saying that, you know, uh, uh, they're being pulled behind the strings. Like in Ireland, we have a president, but uh, it's merely kind of like a figurehead, you know? So he, um, he kind of looks like a, a traditional leprechaun type character. He's a Gael Gore. Uh, I don't know if you can pull up a picture of him. What's his uh, name? His name is Michael D. Higgins. Michael D. And he looks, Higgins? Looks like, yeah, and he looks, sounds like a cast member of Beverly Hills 90210 back in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, well, you see him. He, he, <laughs> he, uh, he looks like a, a mythical character, you know, and um, the way he talks and stuff like that, I feel he's a really good representation of Can you Ireland. bring that up on, there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, look at that. Oh, my God. How much does he look like that Jimmy Saval or whatever his name is? <laughs> no, he looks like Dobby from... Uh, <laughs> From, oh, from uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He looks like the little um, fucker, the little, the little goblin looking thing. Wow. Look, look he's one, he one of those guys that when you think of Ireland, you think of him. And he talks like this. How's it going, everybody? Now? And we're <laughs> right here now. A card, yeah. Welcome now. And like, it's very super duper Irish, right? Ser- and he's a representation of our country to the world. So he goes and he represents Ireland. He talks about Ireland, Irish, uh, uh, you know, importance and. and People are like, yeah, this this guy represents what we stand for. Whereas in uh, in America, like uh, the Irish president has actually no power really to like change the laws as such or whatever. It's done by uh, it's done by Parliament really, and um, we have a prime minister then that, uh, and he's kind of the leader of the government. So the, the president is more of a figurehead. And in America, they kind of think it's the same thing, where like the president gets elected, and then you know he's run by the shadowy cabal behind the curtain and they don't really have any autonomy and they said the same about trump like when he got elected it was like ah, oh, this guy is just the fucking businessman he doesn't actually know how to do politics and they're going like the they the, the the dark forces you know the they we talk about on our show where we don't really you can't really name who they are uh th- those people are pulling the strings behind the scenes and it seems that george hw bush as vice president for Reagan for two terms and president on his own. And before he was vice president, he was the fucking head of the CIA for seven, almost seven years. Like 
he seems to be one of the guys of the day who finally put his head up above the parapet and went like, yeah, we're going to take control right now. Yeah. We're going to make, we're going to make, we're going to start wars. And well, it, the shit happens, you know? So let's get into him because I do, there's so much info. There's so much info oh, on this dude. You could, so, do, you could do seven hours, man. I think the next time, uh, the next time we meet Sam, I'm going to be in America in that studio with you. Uh, so we might record a, a, a George Bush episode for five or six hours. Oh, go yeah. Six hours. Well, I, I, we got to get Aaron to sign off on a five-hour episode. Aaron, yeah. Aaron, nope. Uh, no, nope, I think he's, he's out of he already, he already killed it. Get a couple of bags of disco dust, disco dust and we just well, go for five or six oh, hours. Oh, yeah, it. dude. You want to yeah, do yeah. fucking drugs, Aaron? You ever... You ever heard of George Bush, man? Like, yeah, yeah we could. No, I don't You're do that. Alex I'm Jones sober, on this shit. Over eight years, man. Let me break the. Let me bang out some real quick information about him, and then we'll start getting into all the craziness about George Bush. Ah, uh, George Bush was born June twelfth, nineteen twenty four, in Milton, Massachusetts. His uh, father is Prescott Bush. Okay, Prescott Bush. Here we go. Prescott Bush was believed to and basically confirmed that he uh, worked with the Nazis. Just straight up worked with the Nazis as a bank, banker, as a Nazi banker, right? He was a mm. banker. He funded them. Uh, I mean, I mean, we're looking at a lot of companies that work with the Nazis. Bayer, um, uh, GE, Disney was like, Walt Disney created Mickey Mouse to be a, a Nazi propaganda. And uh, Henry, was- Henry Ford was a massive uh, contributor along with Prescott Bush. To yeah. the Nazi regime in the in the late late teens and the early nineteen twenties. Yeah, I mean one of the craziest uh, conspiracies out there. That listen, people, do you believe all conspiracies? I do not believe all conspiracies, and here's one that I do not believe. I do not believe that George H. W. Bush was um, secretly. Let me see this thing. Secretly, a uh, really a Nazi that helped. Uh, undermine Tesla. Have you heard this whole thing? That yeah, I was uh, <laughs> I was looking up some <laughs> stuff about that. Tesla seems to be uh, sprinkled onto a lot of different conspiracies because he was such an uh, an enigmatic, like weird dude who had some weird ideas. Uh, we did a whole episode on Tesla and his history, and he seems to be associated with everybody. Yeah. So he was in the Philadelphia experiment. His technologies was used to to make time travel and and uh, invisible boats. And then uh, there was a yoke came around last summer about uh, Donald Trump actually being a time traveler because his dad owned the hotel that Tesla died in and they robbed the safe. Well, uh, rumor is, is that uh, rumor is, is that Don Donald Trump's uncle was good friends with Tesla. And when Tesla went down, he ran in and grabbed all the bad shit, grabbed all the the, crazy shit, all the papers, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The death ray. The death rate, yeah, yeah, it goes back yeah, to that yeah. shit. Oh, it's so interesting. I'm trying to find this fucking thing. Of course, I, I can't find it I, right now. I have an article on here, but I don't know if that's what you're yeah, looking for. Yeah, click on that. Click on that. Yeah. Do you guys see how... Uh, okay, it's a separate thing. Basically, um, here's how it goes here. Yep. So, where are we here? Hmm, okay. So... Uh, Nikola Tesla was uh, murdered by, supposedly murdered by a, uh, a Nazi named Otto, Otto Skorzeny, S-K-O-R-Z-E-N-Y, okay? And 
This is all from a deathbed conve- uh, confession in which he said that he himself was, uh, choked out um, choked out Tesla with his bare hands. Now, Otto was a, there's many pictures of Otto. Uh, he was Hitler's, basically Hitler's uh, bodyguard. And uh, he was an assassin. He's the one who basically said that Hitler... Through, through the help of the CIA, had gotten to Argentina. They really didn't die. And that Argentina, that the reason the U.S. government didn't say anything because they didn't want to piss off the Russians. But there's pictures of basically Prescott Bush, Otto, and George Bush. If you Google those pictures, you'll find those pictures. Uh, yeah, I there's, a, there's a picture from the Idaho Observer in 2007 that has uh, Otto Scorzani. It has uh, uh, Mengele. You know, the, the butcher, the yeah. guy who was doing all the crazy experiments. Uh, another bunch of Nazis and um, a guy called, and here's a weird one, a guy called George Scherf Sr. Yeah. There's a former Nazi. There's pictures of him as George Scherf. George Scherf, S-E-H-E-R-F-F. Now, this George Scherf, according to Otto Scorzini, in his deathbed confessions, he said that George Scherf changed his name to... Uh, 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 George Prescott Bush. Hold on, uh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. So, so Prescott Bush, which is George H. W. Bush's dad, was actually a different guy called George Scherf. Now, I I don't think that that's real. I I, I can't believe that that's true. Uh, Prescott Bush ran First Union Bank, and because of the, uh, I think it was, there was a law brought out. There was an act brought in. To stop like um, it was, trade, it, it was Act trading. Yeah, it was stuff. trading with the enemy, enemy Act uh, during the World War, and this fucker didn't care. Yeah, he, he didn't None fucking of them care. care. At all. They, they were are... still, they were still trading with the Nazis. They were funding mm-hmm. all that stuff. So like Ford and Disney and all these guys were hopping money into Prescott Bush. Prescott Bush was sending over to Germany, going, "Good luck with that, lads. Don't spend it all in one shop." And uh, basically, Prescott Bank got shut down, which pissed the Nazis off. Um, I don't think. That from from what we've done, right? So we've on those conspiracy guys, we've done an episodes on J.P. Morgan, uh, money and gold, and the creation of the Federal Reserve, and that's a one whole big like arc of a story. And then we've done another set on uh, marijuana, uh, peak oil, and Monsanto, which is a whole another arc. And those three don't really seem like they should be linked, but they are very much so. And the destruction of uh, the pharmaceutical industry in mainland Europe in exchange for let's say, um, business concerns should the war end uh, in favor of the, the alliance or in favor of, you know, America and Britain or whatever, Germany will get their few bob. So World War One was basically started to stop the manufacture and distribution of pharmaceutical drugs, including, um, you know, antiseptics for wartime from Germany. So they like undercut or took the legs out from under Germany's pharmaceutical production uh, capabilities in order to move all that stuff to America. And that's what's cre- that was the start, the creation of Big Pharma, which we oh also Oh my God, dude, that's so, insanity. And World War II was the absolute solidification of the petrochemical industry uh, by making concerns within uh, developing nations that have oil and changing the, uh, the rules surrounding how America is allowed to produce contain, produce, and distribute oil. So at the time, America was producing and consuming its own oil, and they wanted to make it so that they were the biggest oil-creating and consuming country in the world. 
and uh, and obviously like the bushes are involved because Texas and the Texas oil guys and all this kind of stuff. But with World War Two, um, they had certain uh, let's say um, operations that were already in place. So like they already knew the Nazis' regime, they already knew the Nazis' scope of control. And World War Two was just like a little blip that happened. Here's the thing, dude. Before the war finished, before the war was even started, they were moving Nazis over to America. And through Operation Paperclip, which yep. those conspiracies also has a show on, they fucking took over hundreds of these guys. It was a science experiment into rocket propulsion, fuel uh, uh, fuel injection engines, uh, into like higher octane fuels. And it was a whole petrochemical war, like was one of the biggest reasons behind it. So like when they pulled over all those rocket engineers and all those scientists and the lads who were fucking sewing Jews together and here, let's put a fucking vagina on a Jew's face and see what happens. He can fuck his head like crazy experiment, sewing babies together and make and brain transplants and shit like the American pharmaceutical and medical industry wanted that information. So they're like, um, if we create like a lawless, uh, you know, war torn world, where some nasty cunts get to do that to other people, we can vilify them, destroy them, and then just absorb their information. That's that's kind of the, the whole construction behind that. And the Bushes were definitely in on that shit. Oh, for sure, dude. How crazy is the, George Prescott Bush when he is funding the Nazis, knowing that his son is on the other side fighting the Nazis to the point that George H.W. Bush gets shot down supposedly by running all these, um, by flying military operations for the Navy and gets shot down. This is the thing. I looked into that, right? So they they were given. And did we lose him? Are you there, bud? He froze. All right, just wrap it up. He'll come back, hopefully. Should we redo? Well, then that that, sh- uh, that plane was shot by a uh, navy uh, Japanese forces. Yeah, but know. my point is like he, you're funding the other side, well, and you know your son it. is yeah, fighting. Like how fucking dark is that? It's fucking stupid. Is he back? He hung up. Dude, we were getting too close. Is he coming? Here he comes. So basically, I want to get it. Uh, so let's keep moving. Uh, uh, rumor had been I see the information I saw wasn't that that Prescott changed his name, but that uh, George H. W. Bush had changed his name. Prescott changed his name makes more sense to me. Pre- Bush changed his name doesn't make sense to me. Um, H. W. Because he'd be too young. Okay, so Bush. Then it, let's move on. Are you there, bud? I don't know what is going on. Story of my life. Here we go. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Prescott based. Are you there, dude? There you are. Am I back? Yeah, you are back, dude. You got too back, close baby. to the truth, bro. The pharmaceutical Man. companies, they'll take you out. All the fucking, all the keywords came in there and Google just, Microsoft just switched me off there. And yeah, that's like, dude. Fucking AI. I need to get, some, to get some dark web video chat going on. So, Come here, uh, just before we go too much further, if I get cut off again, uh, uh, do ring me back. What The way I am situated now, I'm in a small little uh, wooden house a little beachside, <laughs> a beachside condo, a little jabo, uh, because I've moved out of my house in Dublin to get ready to move to America to do a six or seven month uh, documentary road trip. So I'm I'm working off of uh, mobile internet right here. That's why I don't have the usual microphone set up and everything. <laughs> well, it's working <laughs> then, for the most part, just occasionally yeah, for the most drops. Part. 
But it's great. Sorry about that. Hey, we're going to do the best we can, dude. You know what I'm, I'm saying? We're I, fighting the fight. I feel like uh, I'm a cross between Ted Kaczynski and uh, Mel Gibson's character from Lethal Weapon. I am. <laughs> That's a good combo, bro. That's a <laughs> good combo. Uh, so basically, uh, Bush gets shot down September 2nd, 1994. He's shot down over Chichi Jama in P- in the Pacific, not long after Barbara receives a letter, George has assumed he was all all was well. But Barbara told Hager that the letter was dated before George's plane was hit, which is very interesting. Which is very interesting. Yeah. Um, this is the thing. This is the thing. George, we gave we gave W.A. loads of shit because he's like, I was out there fighting the war. I did my service, and and you're like, he he showed up as. He showed up at like training camp and he used to be drunk and like on coke and just being like, hey, hey guys, a great party. Like he didn't really do his service and people are accusing George H.W. of the same thing. Uh, but he's oh, still a I didn't even think about like, what that meant. Yeah. Like they don't, they, those guys don't, don't put themselves in any danger really. Like they get a, they get a, a fucking, uh, you know, a, a biography written about them to say they did the shit, but they didn't do any shit at all. But in fairness, H.W., he jumped out of a helicopter age 90. Four yeah. years ago, he jumped out of a helicopter in a tandem parachute jump. Like, that's some baller shit, though. Really. Well, I mean, here's the whole thing. He met, El- he met Barbara Bush when he was 17. She was 16. A little thing about Barbara Bush. You remember Cockapalooza? Uh, Cuckapalooza. <laughs> he, uh, she's most likely Alistair Crowley's daughter. I mean, and here's the thing, dude. There are pictures oh, of Barbara Bush. I looked it up right now. Look at this. Oh, identical. But go, here, Sam, before you go on, though, do you know do you know about that thing in World War Two? What do you know about that? Do you know what happened in that? Like how? What? Like what happened? Why he? Why he bailed out of that plane? No. I was looking into. It. He bailed out of the plane, right? Uh, he told the story ten different ways to ten different interviewers when they asked him what happened during your military service, and in order to try and like uh, make himself seem more legitimate as a as a military hero, because that's what all the 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 biographies after he died, that's what they're all saying. Like, oh, George H.W. Bush, he was a military hero, decorated, you know, war veteran and all that stuff. Apparently, he bailed out of a plane and the plane crashed and killed the other two lads in the plane. But he was the pilot and he ditched the plane, didn't tell the two lads he was ditching. And uh, he deserted his post, as it were. That's what the, that's oh what the other Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, and that's a, it's a court-martial worthy infraction in the Navy to do that. And uh, he, he said in one interview that it plagued him, this is a quote, it plagued him that he may not have given those guys enough time to get out. And uh, he told another story about the plane. It was hit by a ground-to-air uh, shell, and it ripped right up through the thing, in the, uh, right up through the middle of the plane. The cockpit was filling with smoke, and he was just like, fuck, and he ejected. And this is what he got his you know, Medal of Valor or whatever. And uh, the other two guys died. Oh and the my. fella, the plane behind him said that absolutely didn't happen, that he just bailed out because he was, they were going into some like uh, ground fire and he just went, Ugh! and just pulled the thing like a cow. Like cowardice. John McCain and, basically killed like what, 180 Navy guys. <laughs> and then because his I mean, dad was super high up in the Navy. And also John McCain was fucking squealing like a pig when uh, they put him into the torture chamber and yeah. he told all the secrets. Apparently he, 
there was lads in there saying that he was gleefully telling them military secrets and loads of people got killed because of these guys. But like like I said at the start, when you die, everyone thinks you're a great motherfucker. You get, nah, you get a, not in this, you get on this show. We fight that. That's the whole point of this show is the yeah. pushback from these blue checkmark fucking con artists on Twitter trying to convince us that this... This evil fuck. And we're just going to get into it, dude. We haven't even... This, this is military. I mean, we haven't even gotten into the things that this guy's associated with. They're part of the Cross and Bones. Yeah, the he's part of... Cross and Bones. Yeah, he's part... He, you know how that crazy So he goes to Yale. He joins the, the Cross and Bones. Skull and Cross and Bones. Okay? Yeah. Which is like... which Now, people might not know this, but every single one of our Supreme Court justice have been from Yale or Harvard. All of them. All of them have been Yale or Harvard. None of them. None. None. Those. That is the. That is the epicenter of where the the power elite brainwashing happens. Right there. I don't think. I don't think uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg would be like jerking herself off in a coffin down in the tomb in the Skull and Bone Society, though. Well, they probably had a lady one where they like she had to shove too. like fucking I don't know like dildo crosses in their buttholes or something like that. <laughs> I can imagine. It's already crazy Lucy as it is. Doing that. That's, right. that's a terrible image. I mean, Skull, like, and Bones is, Skull and Bones is nefarious, man. We just finished an episode as one of our newest ones, The Bohemian Grove. And like this kind of uh, uh, satanic society and this kind of fraternal, you know, uh, let's just pull the dick of the guy sitting to your left until we all jizz together, uh, you know, in some kind of weird sexy gay thing that makes us all keep secrets forever or something. Like it's really weird. Yeah. It's meant I, I've to, never been in a It's initiations, fraternity. dude. That's what every every level of everything is initiation. That's the whole thing with Pedogate, man. Why is Pedogate what it is? Because they mm. catch you doing either sexual shit or the most evil love shit to children. And now it's like you get jumped in. It's why gangs have you Jump go shoot in, somebody. Exactly. You know, every why do they have gangs have you go kill somebody? So now yeah. they have something on you. So you can't just go rat them out. They'll rat you out. So that's how it fucking goes. So now they, you know, you sit in the middle, you jerk off. Like, the, what was it? The guy who ran on England was like, basically came out that Fucking he was, had to head. fuck a pig's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, that's, that's not the worst of it. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. So but, uh, Skull and Bones has this really weird thing where they have like nicknames for everybody. And George W. Bush was known as Magog, and George H. W. Bush was known as Gog, and they they gave you these names. So there was lads in it like uh, uh, William Howard Taft, who was the first Skull and Bones guy to get the presidency. He was number twenty-seven. Uh, he was called Odin. There was uh, Prescott Bush, then the father of George H. W. He was a, he was in it, and he was one of the maddest bastards they ever had in it. Apparently, they went out one night drinking, and uh, Prescott Bush dug up the head of Geronimo from the sacred site like where he was supposed to have been buried and they took Geronimo's skull and they put that in the fucking tomb in and it's still there in New Haven in the Skull and Bone headquarters you know and uh, one of the most powerful secretaries of war ever Robert Lovett uh, he was the basically the architect of the Cold War he was uh, worked for Harry S. Truman he, he was the man at Skull and Bones for like years and like you said they all come from Yale all these guys are coming from really high breeding. Um, you're 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 pulled out because of your family name, and you're put into these different fraternities. Like I never had a fraternal experience. I was never like you know, thank you, sir. May I have another? You know, or you stand up on the thing and you have to go through this initiation, right? But I guess like 
when I learned about the Bohemian Grove stuff, like those guys end up brothers, you know, brothers in what what is it? What do they call them in Cullamon's uh not blood brothers, but something similar to that. They're like these guys we are fucking bosom buddies for yeah, life. For sure, like, we're ride or die. Like. Well, I mean I used to be in a fraternity and you're always like, We're brothers for life and then as soon as you graduate you don't hear from them ever again. But this one is like how you get into the power circuits and stuff. Sure, but I don't if you know if Obama you had accidentally killed a hooker in Las Vegas, I bet you'd still be fucking friends with those guys, right? Yeah, I'm for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> make sure they don't squeal on you. Right, right. I don't know if Bush. I mean, if if uh, Obama was skull and crossbones, I don't know. But he was at Harvard, you know, and all of his all of his school records are sealed. Do you think Trump has been offered to? To to get in it after I being think, president, or you think? Because I know he he's he's not in, he's he's never been into that show. I, mean, I think maybe he into went it, to. I did. Har- so? Did he go to Harvard? Did uh, Trump? But go you to think a- he's part of it too? What? Think, uh, Skull and Bones. I mean, did he, uh, we got to find out if he went to Harvard or not? Did Trump go? I think Trump Trump went to a, a special business school. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think he went to. Trump maybe that's right why there. they hate him too. Wharton, the Wharton Academy he went to. Uh, it's like some super, super duper posh thing. But I doubt they have the same legacy. Like Skull and Bones was founded in 1832. <coughs> so that shit is old. Yeah. And the only reason we know that these other guys are in it is because I think there's like a 40-year 40 uh, year code of silence or whatever. So you're not allowed to know. Like we're all the stuff from the 60s and 70s are available now. But we don't know who was in it in the 80s. But we know who was at Yale in the eighties, so we can make an educated guess. But right. um, let's get on to his. Um, let's get on to real quick some information. How his political career started? Political career in nineteen sixty four. Bush ran for U.S. Senate against incumbent Democrat Senator Ralph Yarborough. Uh, Bush ran a hard campaign, struggled against. This is so interesting because this is always what plagued Bush. This weird kind of like stigma that probably didn't fit him, but it did. Like uh, Bush struggled against charges of being a uh, carpetbagger for the North. Think about yeah. that. He also faced uphill battle running as a Republican in Texas because of the strength of the de- local Democratic Party. Think about that. In 1964, Texas was Democratic. It's now kind yeah. of in that way, but like a year, I mean, like five years ago. Republican to the bone, dude. That's it. Yeah, but think That's about it. The they did. It was Republican all the way. What? Minutemen everywhere. About- yeah, dude. <laughs> this guy knows. Go on. <laughs> if te- if te- if Texas if Texas was Democratic, like think about what the Democrats used to be like in the 1950s. All of the la- of the KKK were running around the town, and all the lads that were in the KKK were Democrats. Oh yeah, you know that's I mean? a great point, dude. That's so, a like, great it point. Matter- I forgot about that. Yeah. That's the thing. Like Democrats doesn't mean the same thing now as it did like even twenty years ago. It's not the same. Yeah, and you um, know, you're it, it, about yeah. super liberals now, like hyper liberals, uh, and Republicans now are not as Republican, or the GOP is not as G in their P uh, as they used to be. Oh, you know? for sure. In the nineties, in the nineties, the Republicans were basically like uh, pr- uh, fucking uh, Puritans. And now it's a little bit less so. Nope, you're totally right, dude. I remember they were very much religious right, and they couldn't get a vote. I think they just abandoned that. And now, like I said last week, but it's like basically GOPs now, like Republicans or conservatives, they're like, don't take our guns. Don't uh, don't take our money, and they all swing. They're all swingers. I gotta stop saying that. I've said in the last three episodes, (laughs) I gotta stop. 
it's as well the globalist agenda. Like, you know, we heard the first words like New World Order from George H.W. B.'s mouth, like in 1991 at a speech. And uh, people were like, New World Order. This is, you know, I don't know what this is. And now we know the United States of Europe, they're trying to make a European army. Yeah. You know, they're, 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 uh, uh, trying to dissolve the borders of, of all of these different countries and make this globalist agenda. Uh, Trump, his whole campaign was built on, worst deal ever, Hillary's trying to make this TPP, people are <laughs> going to be coming in here. We've got, we've got oodles of brown people just running around in Nikes. What is this? How can they afford them? What are you doing here? Where did you come from? Like, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't, Republicans are now nationalists, right? Right. Democrats are now globalists. Right. And these these terms like that we have, like the donkey and the elephant, are monolithic in what they used to be. And we still think of them, and a lot of people still think of them in that way. A lot of people are voting Republican who are in the older generation, who are voting for the Republicans that they voted for in the 70s and 80s and 90s, which are not the same dudes. Yeah, And then they're going, why am I not getting the thing that I'm getting? I'm supposed to be getting what, you know, they're taking care of me. So the globalist agenda was definitely on HW's cards he was a globalist uh, of all globalists he's the guy who was uh head of the cia gerald ford or jimmy carter told him to to, uh, to to fuck off basically as the head of the cia for a couple of years and he came back as the vice president and uh like he was chosen at the very last minute by reagan as his vice president yeah like it wasn't like he bet out a whole load of other people there was loads of other guys like uh, Howard Baker, William Simon, Jack Kemp, Richard Luger, Paul Laxalt. Have you ever heard of those motherfuckers again? No. Because nope. George, George H.W. is like, this is mine, me and Ronnie, all the way, man. No, for sure. And, well, first he was trying to beat Ronald, which is very yeah. interesting. And then uh, Reagan pulled some shit on, on Bush, which had to do with uh, their debates and made Bush look really bad. And yeah. uh, that kind of blew up in his face So at the last second. But before we get into Reagan... Let's talk about the beginning of where you see Bush, possibly W.H., possibly be involved in some New World Darkness, the assassin of JFK. My Um, favorite. I watched that Dark Legacy today, fucking mind melter. Okay. Mind melter. His political political career began in 1963 when he was elected chairman of the Harris County Republican Party. Later, just hours after President was assassinated, Bush told the FBI he believed his political rival, James Pruitt, might have been involved, which is a very classic... Uh, you commit a murder, you tell them who you think that you throw them on the scent of somebody else. Bush is yeah. the only one, the only people who would say he didn't know where he was on the day of JFK, which is very Richard interesting. Richard Nixon as well. Yeah. Richard Nixon never says where he was on the day as well. I mean, I wasn't born. We knew where Lin- I wasn't born during that time, but that's like 9-11. You know where you were. Yeah. Right. You, you can't just you say, were, you right? can't just be like, oh, I don't know. You know where you Bronx, were because yeah, you, you know weren't born yet. Yeah. On the streets in Dallas that day, lads, it was three future presidents. Lyndon B. Johnson, Richard Nixon, and George H.W. Bush. Those were, lads were there watching that shit happening. It was an event. Like, we did the JFK. One of the first episodes we ever did was an episode on the assassination of JFK. It was, it was an event for the masses. Now, so Trump, who everybody has a giant affinity for JFK Jr., loved him. They were very good friends. The whole theory is that JFK is still alive, Jr. JFK Jr. is still alive. 
Whether you believe that or not, there is that woman. He's who- hanging out, man. He's hanging out with Tupac and Michael Jackson and Princess Diana and Dodi Al-Fayed on a Filipino island. And they're fucking doing toots, doing key bumps and fucking having a great time. Doing, and they smoking get- weed with Bob Marley. Can't yeah, forget dude. Bob Marley, dog. Yeah, Come absolutely. on. So, so this JFK dump's about to happen. Everybody's flipping out, and particularly the CIA is flipping out because some people are still alive. Who's that? George Bush. So then, you know, so the, the dump happens, a, 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 a very limited dump happens, but a couple big things come out in that. Uh, and one of the memos is basically a U.S. government memorandum. It is from uh, Graham K. Kitchell, and it basically states that it puts George Bush in Dallas that day. Yeah, of course. And Richard Nixon. It puts him in both. Dallas. And he said yeah, he wasn't both. there. He was one hundred eight there. Because his father hated Prescott Bush hated JFK. Hated his whole family. You know, because well, Prescott Bush. Well, there's Bush a little bit of a conspiracy where do you know like when the files came out that Trump released? There's a couple names that are blurred. Yeah. They think that one of those names is his name, For and they sure. can't let it out yet because yeah, he's alive. Absolutely. So once he dies, which he just fucking died, yeah, they might that my name might be in there, which I doubt they'll let it out. But we'll supposedly see, they say that name that well, they blocked see, off still, is his name. Go on. There's still bushes alive, man. Because so you won't be able to throw that shit out there. It's going to ruin the whole the whole dynasty, you know. But like even in these things that you can't prove, uh, there's a there's a documentary, Dark Legacy, one hour thirteen minutes of like strap your fucking head to the back of the chair shit like absolutely <laughs> crazy information they're going into the autopsy uh in the first maybe 20 minutes and then the rest of it is just all the connections to bush and the dudes that he was dealing with it seems that it could be him involved not pulling the trigger but making those guys uh you know uh, between the, the, the bay of pig stuff the anti-castro cubans uh, there's some agents, uh, there's a guy called Stroif, who was uh, apparently one of the re- rebel leaders who got a whole bunch to drive from Miami uh, all the way up to Dallas to to, compl- to complete the assassination. Like, they were the dudes that were doing it, and they're on the payroll for, for George H.W., right? I mean, George but H.W., not- I, mean, uh, I mean, George H.W. was a Nixon guy. JFK yeah. beat Nixon, which yeah. would have put... Uh, you know, would have gotten him into the White House or at least yeah. within the Washington, D.C. people out of Texas into Washington, D.C. His dad hated JFK. So it's but the like- reason that's what I'm saying. The reason he hated JFK and it's all, all to do with the things that are actually provable behind J- George H.W. Bush's legacy is JFK was anti-globalist. He was anti a, a military industrial complex. He wanted to smash the C- quote, smash the CIA into a thousand a thousand pieces. Like he wanted to get rid of this uh, secrecy community, this um, globalist agenda, this weaponized uh, you know society that people are being propagandized to. Um, you, you know about that thing, the Smith Munt Act. You know about that, right? Yeah. What is that? Smith Munt Act was repealed in 2013 under Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. And it was basically uh, enacted in the few years after World War II to make sure that the American media couldn't propagandize ah, the way the Nazis Obama, did. yes. Why there's such yeah. a such a, a flood of misinformation on the internet right now. If we can't control is, it, um, we're going to flood it. Yeah, absolutely. So that like all of that stuff was on the back burner, you weren't allowed to use the media to propagandize. So like the stuff like the October surprise and Iran Contra 
the stuff that happened in uh, Guatemala, the stuff that happened with Jonestown. Like we did an episode on Jonestown, and that's just not 900 people killing themselves. That's uh, a protection of the borders between Guatemala, Guyana, and Venezuela because the CIA had black had black operation sites there where they were training lads to rebel against the governments of these countries. Like. George HWB was into all of that shit. Yeah, he had dude. his fingers in all of those pies. Iran Contra, where he's like, he's selling arms to Iran. When Iran, oh, dude, let's get hold on. Don't jump that because I just want to get into the because oh, we're gonna get into it. Yeah, we missed. I, I got CIA. Sorry, sorry. We got a couple things. Yeah, we got we got. I mean, okay, I sent it. you the line. I just like boom, boom, boom in the chronological order. Mm. JFK assassination. Takes him yeah. out. Lyndon B. Johnson is anti-globalist. JFK was anti-global. Like he wanted to ant- kill the fucking the anti-globalist. Anti-globalist, anti-Federal um, Reserve. Wanted yes. to pull out of Vietnam. Right. All these bankers were making money off of Vietnam by yeah. just by just funding it and uh, selling arms. I mean, like the whole Vietnam thing. There was a rule of engagement, which basically. In- in- Ensured that the war would never be won. They would just keep yeah. going. And JFK wanted that out. Dude. That sounds the, like the, the wars now. The abolition, yeah. the, um, the abolition of the gold standard and the uh, the Bretton Woods Agreement in 1971. Like as soon as as soon as the both of the Kennedys are gone, Nixon gets in and he's Bush's lad, and he's like, okay, we're, we're going to get rid of the gold standard and basically make money infinite, creating yeah. uh, creating the peak the peak oil crisis, the energy crisis. And destroying the gold standard and making the dollar like inflate into oblivion. Prescott was known to work with mafia, known to work yeah. with them, right? And who did the mafia hate? JFK. Why? Because JFK's dad got the mafia to help JFK get elected. And as soon as he got in, he put his brother in charge of destroying the, the mafia. And if you listen to yeah. James Files, who a lot of people think is full of shit, I think he might have some. He basically said that him and the, the other gentleman were told to stop the assassination. The other guy goes, fuck it. We're doing it. And they shot him anyways. James Files says he he took the, uh, the, uh, the bullet cartridge, bit it, put it on the uh, fence, and there's a picture of the cartridge. And then, yeah. you know, I mean, like, I went and saw that doc on that dude. And, like, he literally's like, dude, he gave all the information. And you could see, like, this weird figure in the back by the fence that that's where the shot comes from. Then you have all so these. Jack Ruby is on the on the payroll. Jack Rubenstein, like, is on the payroll for George H.W. Bush. Like, they're, they're linked with one degree of separation in this uh, Dark Legacy documentary. Your your people should definitely watch that, man. Put a link. There's, like, a, a YouTube like a YouTube channel that hosts it. So Absolutely let's amazing. let's get into that because I'm gonna jump. I mean, like, dude, I have tons of things about uh, oh, just Bush destabilizing yeah. Latin America. Just assume he led the charge on this. Next thing, Watergate. Bush Senior was asked to uh, to be uh, Bush H W Bush was asked to be U.S. ambassador to the United States and asked to be the head of the Republican Party. Uh, Nixon removed Bush from the United Nations in the uh, 1973 and asked him instead to be chairman of the Republican National Committee. The administration turned to Bush to head the RNC because of his reputation of respectability and integrity. It's so good, dude. He is just a master at fucking PR, dude. Uh, During Watergate scandal, Bush was a tireless supporter of of Richard Nixon until the release of the White House tapes. Bush, I didn't know this. Bush basically told Nixon to resign. And he resigned the next day. He said, 
you should go, you should go, Dick, before they make you go. Yeah. Was that a, yeah. what was that accent? That was, that was, that was an American. It sounded oh, like American, but It sounded no. like the Beatles to yeah. me. Like one of the Beatles told him he should you quit. should go. You should go, Richard, before they make you leave. Okay. No, it wasn't. <laughs> so in 1975, when Bush, when uh, President Ford asked Bush to serve as the new director of, uh, of the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA was emerging from a controversial period in which his his history and needed from in which its history and needed a strong, strong, effective leader to improve morale and for, and reform the agency. By most counts, Bush was a po- uh, popular director and able administrator okay uh then he was asked by jimmy Carr to stay there so now he's the head of the cia and what we see is the cia is kind of crumbling he comes in reorganizes everything reorganizes everything dude and And then and then when he's in that position of power he is able to fully sweep under the carpet the warren commission report and e howard hunt who is the guy who is suspected of pulling the trigger on jfk who was arrested and was going to spill his whole guts and tell about the whole system, um, including, you know, the stuff from the Oliver Stone movie and named George Herbert Walker Bush as one of the conspirators, unless he got freedom, immunity, and $2 million in cash. And as head of the CIA, uh, George H.W. Bush was in the position to be able to make that happen. What was that guy's name? That's a weird one. E. Howard Hunt. E. Howard Hunt. So interesting, dude. Yeah, he's a mad motherfucker. That's all in Dark Legacy as well. Like that E. Howard Hunt guy is uh, super interesting. Super, super interesting. Yeah, he was an uh, intelligence officer. Wow, with the CIA. Wow. He was a double agent. and He was was involved with... um, Watergate. Stuff in Cuba and in Watergate as well. And he he was the guy in the office in Watergate. That's what he got arrested for. He was the lad with the torch in his mouth looking through the files. And oh, he got my God. Watergate pitch. scandal. Yeah. Hunt was convicted of burglary, conspiracy, and wiretapping, yeah. which, is, yeah. by the way, is all starting to come out about Obama, right? Starting to yeah. slowly the, come out with this FISA report. I think that's why Mueller has taken so long to bring out his stuff, because there's more people going down than they think. You know, they think, oh, yeah, Robert Mueller's going to take Trump down. I was like, no, no, no. There's a lot of people going down in this song. Oh, like, my God. They thought they yeah. thought that this guy, e. Howard Hunt, was one of the hobos or yes, the tramps yeah. from um, the, tre- the JFK conspiracy. Oh, my yeah, he's, God. He's the, he's the one that was at the, at the <laughs> train track. No, he was apparently the guy who pulled the kill shot. And E. Howard Hunt knows the crack. He knows the whole plot behind it. He knows about the anti-Castro Cubans. He knows about George W. Bush. He knows about Lyndon Johnson was in on it. Like, it go, the shit goes deep, you know? But you have to wait until all these cunts are dead to release all that information. Otherwise, you're just looking at a load of black boxes. Yeah, dude, it is crazy. Did, JFK, Watergate, CIA. I mean, it's all yeah. there. Did you see it's about the, the cowboy shit. scandal? What? Did, did you know about the, cowboy, the uh, cowboy scandal? What is the cowboy scandal? The, the cowboys. Oh, yeah, we'll get into that. Okay, That's okay, the Franklin okay. one. Hold on. So next we'll move into, so we talked a little bit about uh, he's ex-CIA. He wants to run. Um, Reagan's running. He tries to run against Reagan. There's this really big, um, there's a uh, debate between, Re- it was supposed to be between Reagan and Bush, right? Reagan decides to pay for it and invites other 
debaters to come who are running. George Bush doesn't know that and shows up, and it's just chaos. And supposedly, Reagan had people cut off his mic, and then he was yeah. like, hey, I paid for this, which was, a, I guess, a big moment in, uh, in the debate, and basically he lost. So you were talking earlier about how Bush, how Bush was brought in at the last second as his, uh, his uh, vice president. What I think is that Herbert Walker Bush was promised the presidency, and when he didn't get it, he kicked up a fuss with the overlords, and they made a concession and made sure that he was going to be the vice president because he had done his duty, he had done his due diligence, he had kept his mouth shut about JFK and all the other stuff, and they needed him to make moves. I think he is a definite high-ranking agent of the globalists and the globalist agenda. Oh, for um, sure, dude. His dad and, worked and he was with promised, Nazis. The CIA yeah, is promised, a Nazi think, organization. He ran it all. I think the more, uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think there is way more Nazis in the American uh, system, let's say, the system. Like for sure, Nazis dude. in the fact that they're not like, we hate everybody who's not white and blonde with blue eyes. I'm talking about like, the agendas of control, the methods of, of propaganda and manipulation, like that's what the Nazis are. And isn't it easy to accuse somebody else of the things you were guilty of yourself? So now you have all these college kids uh, tromping the streets in Berkeley yeah. going like, uh, you know, no, no Trump, no KKK, no fascist USA, like get the Nazis out of here. We, we don't want no Nazis here. Like it's like. You don't even know what a fucking Nazi is, man. Yeah, you're mad at, you're calling Trump a Nazi, but yet, like, the Bushes worked with literal Nazis. They helped get them to the United States. The CIA is literally a Nazi organization. The NSA, I mean, NASA, Nazi organization. They're just one, it's just facts, man. Yeah. It's just facts. A lot of the pharmaceutical, like, FC FC Bayern turned into Bayer and it's Monsanto. They're the lads that dropped uh, for Agent Orange on on the people in Vietnam. They're the guys who put PCB in all of the electrical uh, poles all over the country. Gave the whole place cancer. Uh, that that dude got over two hundred million for suing Monsanto because of Roundup. They're giving everybody fucking crazy cancers like with for all the sure. genetically modified foods because they want they want to be able to create a, a controlled population. Do you know in Ireland we have fluoride in the water? Uh, and fluoride is an absolute uh, mind control drug that was used by the Nazis in concentration camps. Like, it's proven that it's really bad for your health. And still in Irish water, we have loads of yes, it. It's one dude. of the highest concentrations in the world. They want to get the population down. They would like to get yeah. the, U- the world population down to a half a billion. We're at Some 7 agenda, billion. Agenda 21 shit, man. You know, We're, We have an episode coming up on Agenda 21. We have an episode coming up on the war on drugs. Uh, there's another one coming up on the Bush dynasty and all of this kind of stuff as well. Like, it all links together. It's Let me all get into together. the next thing, dude. Okay, yeah. so he be- George H.W. Bush becomes Reagan's Reagan's vice president. We know there's tension between B- Bush wants that role. Bush wants that presidency. He wants to be president. Mm-hmm. So wh- amazingly, uh, March 30th, 1981, Reagan's assassination attempts. Now, here's the thing. Who does it? Hinckley. You know, it's yeah. really interesting. The Hinckleys and the Bushes are friends. Okay? I believe I believe there's video of George H. No, George W. Bush's brother yeah. having dinner with Hinckley's dad the, the night, night before. before. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
every time. Very similar to George H.W. Bush having uh, breakfast with Osama bin Laden's uh, father on the morning of 9-11 down right? in New York. Right? Yeah. So, so what do we have here? I mean, I mean dude, I've had people tweet me that, dude, they don't even think that Hinckley went to jail or to a mental facility. That, yeah. You know? So you, you hit this guy. George Bush wants to be president. Dude, this means he's part of two presidential assassination attempts. Two. There's yeah. been four. He's part of half of them. And Hinckley is free now. He was living with his ma for two years and he got released there the other day. Maybe a couple of months ago. Maybe, if a couple he was of weeks even ago, in there at all. I believe a lot of these yeah. guys. Yeah, when we... you got out, he went to Target. Yeah. Literally, he was wearing jeans and a squared shirt and he was at Target. You know chilling. why? Because he missed his Target the last time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great bit. Good setup. Good setup, dude. So Reagan, t- he tried to take him on the assassination, right? Which is basically who benefits from Reagan getting killed. Just like Lyndon B. Johnson, the well, vice yeah. president, dude. The vice you president. Get two and a half, you get two and a half terms then. So let's get into next thing, the Iran-Contra affair. November yeah. 1986, man, the Iran-Contra affair. It basically comes out that the, uh, the U.S. government, the CIA, is basically funding Contras through selling drugs in the United States, right? That's pretty yeah. much what it is here. It's well, still- George, George Bush's... Uh, dealings with Iran were kind of more more deeply rooted and more nefarious than that. Uh, during the election times, they had when we were trying to get Reagan in in the first place. Yep. Af- after George H. W. Bush was announced as his vice president, uh, this thing called the October Surprise uh, uh, took place, right, where they didn't want uh, uh, Jimmy Carter winning. They didn't want him to win and go in and be president. So, or Gerald Ford, sorry, didn't want Gerald Ford to to go ahead and and be president. Uh, So they arranged with the Iranian government to make sure, in 1979, they had a bunch of dudes that were taken hostage. That was Jimmy Carter, by the way. That was Jimmy Carter, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Carter. Carter. Yes. That's what it was. So Jimmy Carter, in 1979, had a bunch of the, the, there was a load of lads uh, uh, in the revolution taken hostage in Iran in 79, and they kept them for over a year hostage and it's said that Henry Kissinger, on the behest of George H.W. Bush, went to Iran and said, listen, can you keep them hostage until after the elections? And then only a week after the elections, the lads were all released. And Reagan got the credit for getting them released yeah, because they didn't want to give it to Jimmy Carter because they thought that it would have pushed them over the edge to win. Yeah. For- and, then, and then this guy called Gary Sick wrote this uh, editorial and said that uh, uh, the, the head of the CIA at the time and Bush and Reagan were all in on that to make sure that it looked like, hey, we're going to get the credit for getting these lads released. Like, that's like to- like the most immoral shit. To keep lads as prisoners of war for an extra like six months so that you can win a presidential election. For like, sure, dude. For sure. Jesus Christ. And what else and happened then- there, dude? Uh, Reagan put a spy. Uh, can you yeah. look up? Reagan put a spy um, in Jimmy Carter's uh, election team that later on came back and was spying on Trump as well. Yeah, it, it, it's mental. Like the, the shenanigans that these lads get up to, double agents and all this kind of stuff. But you're talking about Iran Contra, and Iran Contra is like they—they—he's they, a war criminal at this point because they sold arms to Iran. They got Israel to send the arms to Iran when there was an embargo on Iran getting arms. So it's like you're arming uh, an announced terrorist nation. 
So what basically openly, happened in openly. the uh, Iran Contra affair is like they they, they wanted to fund the these these yeah. uh, Guatemalan right the Guatemalan uh, freedom Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan freedom fighters yeah. and yeah. Uh, so they can't they can't come out and do it so they have to do it through back channels and what they yeah. basically did was they basically used uh, the sale of crack cocaine in the United States to uh, fund, basically use that money to uh, fund these, these uh, freedom armies, okay? Now, it's very interesting. Who, yeah. uh, where they get the cocaine from? Who is their coke guy? Pablo Escobar. Pablo- yeah, but that's, that's, the war on, that's the start of that war on drugs and this, this moral uh, browbeating of the American public and the subjugation of black and Hispanic population in America by basically putting heroin and crack cocaine on the streets. But they had to do it through an initial legal transaction. So they give donations to Israel. And then Israel does some shit. And then when you go, hey, Israel, stop doing that shit that you're not supposed to be doing. They're like, never forget. You cannot give out to us, okay? Don't say nothing. Remember, Holocaust, okay, we free. All the other oxen free. You can't do nothing to us, okay? Like, they get a free pass then, you know? Well, I mean, you just go back to Pablo Escobar was a CIA asset. His son came out and said, my dad yeah. worked for the CIA. So they were, yeah. so it's like, it's like, oh, how do drugs get into the United States? Oh, the United States lets them in. They let mm-hmm. them in. So this is the crack. So everybody's watching Florida for uh, the, the the drugs coming in. Everyone's like Miami vicing it and they're cracking out. Where are the drugs coming on? Oh yeah. From us. Arkansas. Again. Arkansas. Sure. Arkansas. Sure. Is they're funneling the drugs into Arkansas? Because yeah. who's the governor of Arkansas? Bill Clinton. Clinton. Nobody's paying attention to Arkansas. It is the fiftieth in everything: education, money, standard of living. <laughs> Nobody cares about Arkansas. The the coke is being flown in from Arkansas. Where is it? Okay, right here. Uh, both drug trade. Blah blah blah. Barry Seal was a veteran of both the drug trade and the intelligence business. Born in Baton Rouge. Seal was a Buckley athletic man, was a bilingual presence. He was 5'7 inches tall, weighed 250 pounds, and He's wore a thick, fat fuck. Fuck yeah, and wore thick, <laughs> much sideburns. Oh, let me passion. jump real quick. Hold on. In 1972, Seal moved his, his base of operation from New Orleans to a small town, Menina, in Arkansas. All right? So all the That's drugs. It, we're coming from Mania to Medellin. What is it? Medellin. Medellin to Medellin to Menina, dude. And that's where Medellin, it came. Medellin, I said. That's where it came through, man. That's where it came yeah, through. Well, why do you think that uh, Bush lost his presidential seat to, uh, to Clinton then in the early 90s? Because Bill was like, oh, George, you know, I, I know where all the stuff, I know where all the bodies are buried, Georgie. Like, he, he, Clinton knew that shit. Yeah, that's why. I know the Clinton, the Clinton legacy, the Clinton dynasty has now taken over from the Bushes. Okay, this uh, happens in Bush what year? I think this happens in nineteen uh, nineteen eighty eight, right? Nineteen eighty. Yeah, what? The, the war on drugs was nineteen eighty six. On guess what? The, guess what? Uh, what album drops at the begin in that uh, in nineteen eighty eight? NWA's Straight Out Compton. What does that mean? Well, that is the glorification of gang banging and drug dealing. That is the beginning oh, think, of it. You don't Talk think the Ice Cube is, a, is an agent for the for the establishment, do you? One hundred percent. Him, Snoop Dogg, dude. You know, Tupac hated Snoop Dogg because he thought he was uh, a snitch. 
There's no way Easy E was working for the man, man. There's <laughs> <laughs> no way. So all this for the government, boy. Like that's not happening. Come they on. took him out with AIDS. Yeah, dude. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was gonna start talking, and then Suge Knight gave him AIDS. That's what happened. And all this comes <laughs> out. All this comes out uh, by a reporter named George Webb, and they basically oh, yeah. assassinated George Webb, dude. They yeah. basically assassinated. They made it so he couldn't work. Right. He couldn't work. Nobody would hire him. He was broke, living in a hotel, and they found him like suicided. With they said it was suicide with two shots in the back of his head. Worst case of suicide I've ever seen. Oh, dude, how about that guy now that just got suicide in Ohio with blunt force trauma to the back of his head that they said was a suicide because he was trying to reduce uh, prescription medication prices. Yeah, I saw that. There's a lot of people. Uh... Dying with that red scarf around the door handle job, you know that's supposed to be a a Colin Clark, a Colin Carter to Clintons. That's uh, that's one of those. And so, so they say. So George Wood puts out this whole thing, which basically is Dark Alliance, right? Which is what you were just talking about. Every yeah. paper comes out and says he's full of shit and he's lying. Operation, what is that? Operation Monarch? No, no, no. What is that? Op- when it's uh, all the uh, military people in the, in the media. That's Operation. Uh, what is that called? Mocking, Mockingbird. Mockingbird. Operation Mockingbird. Yeah. yeah, dude. There you go, man. It's just crazy, yeah. right? It's some dark shit, man. We have we have a, an episode coming up on the war on drugs, and it's so, like, immoral. Like, it's so, like, inhumane and inhuman what they're doing to people and how they made that happen. And you forget then about Afghanistan, and that war is going on for 18 years now. Like, that is literally only over heroin and the heroin supply being able to get that heroin in oh, dude, and I take re- that and take that money those trillions of dollars and funnel that back in war on drugs the same selling crack <laughs> cocaine taking all that money and putting it back into south american making dude, brown people box the, the exact shit same thing and then we also and, have our own iran contra affair it's called obama contra and we're yeah, finding yeah. out that B- obama pulled the dea off of investigating whether hezbollah was selling yeah. drugs in America, okay, and shipping the drug money back in cars, which involved the Obama brothers. We we all went mad when we found out that uh, uh, Dick Cheney and, and the boys uh, squirreled away $2 trillion after 9-11. Apparently, there's $13 trillion now missing. The, the Pentagon have, have uh, announced a deficit of $13 trillion. Like, that's a lot of... That's like... The entire economy of the U.S. in black, black operation funding, like that's a lot of money, man. To Dude, be like, they failed an I, audit. Twenty-one trillion dollars is missing right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, thirteen is belonging to the 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 intelligence agencies, the letter agencies. Thirteen trillion dollars. Like, what, what do you spend that shit on? How does that like? Oh, I I had the receipt. I had them on me, and then. <laughs> just i just ah i had that one you know it's like in the simpsons when uh, homer goes over to fidel castro and he's like it's a one trillion dollar note and and fidel takes it and he's like oh see a one trillion dollar note oh very beautiful and he turns away and he comes back and he's can i have it back and he's like have what back you know it's it's that shit just disappears yeah you know? dude dark arts just, man dark I, arts I, I, I not including them, nasa that's dark arts let's fucking space force or star yeah. force Dark arts, dude. It's all dark arts. The war on drugs. Dark arts, man. We go back to Fast Furious. and Furious. Remember that one? Yeah. The Fast and Furious? Yeah. We put. We gave 
Oh, the, yeah, yeah, we yeah. gave the fucking uh, cartels gave guns. The, uh, the the Mexico uh, uh, all the cartels. We just yeah. gave them guns and said here, and we were gonna supposed to track them down. Destabilize regions. So I want to get into the Mayor, next thing. Bush. Tom, talk, talk about dark arts because we we uh, we skipped over a little bit. Don't forget that we have to go back and talk about Alistair Crowley's uh, uh, Alistair Crowley shit because. Uh, that's some funny shit. I'll tell you about that. Yeah, we, we were talking earlier that uh, Barbara Bush is believed to be his uh, daughter. Yeah. Do you know the story about how that happened? Yeah, like his her mom was in Paris at the same yeah, time. She, she went to Paris to visit this woman <laughs> called Nellie O'Hara. And Nellie and Pauline, who's Barbara Bush's mother, basically had to like jerk off Aleister Crowley until he went unconscious. It was part of this thing we did it in our episode where there's a lot. That's fall. a lot of jerking. How off. many times? Yeah. How many times they, do you think no, they had to? They, it said it's part of this thing. Uh, he he was getting conferred into his, his religion that he made up, <laughs> and uh, it was called the supreme ordeal in this Masonic ipsissimus grade, where basically you have to use every implement and every sexual skill possible to bring him to uh, a sexual stimulus that puts him into a state of euphoria. Uh, where he's asleep and not asleep. So, like, they're fucking ramming him with dildos. They're jerking him off, like, a million times. And when he's trying to sleep, he's like, I'm too tired, leave me alone. They'll be like, okay, leave me alone for a second. And then take his butthole and then start sucking him off. And, like, it was just basically nearly, like, killing him with sex until he was finally so May we exhausted. all die that horrible like, death. Yeah. But, but she came back eight months later. That thing happened on the 8th of June, 1925. And eight months later, Barbara Bush was born. And then Tex Myers brings out this thing uh, in 2000, and, I think 2002, there's a, a huge article on his website that basically lays out that George W. Bush is the Antichrist, uh, <laughs> and his and, and the Bush legacy, as it goes, uh, was all towards <laughs> making him the president to start this, uh, to start 9/11, to start this whole uh, descent into this darkness that we're in at the moment. I wouldn't doubt it, dude. They're Luciferian I- dark arts people, dude. Dark arts. I, I don't. I don't know. Like how much power Alistair Crowley has. We we have an episode on him, and we're going to do another one. Like he he was fighting. Uh, um, what's that guy's name? Jack Parsons. Uh, uh, L. Ron Hess. Hubbard. Rudolph Hess. He was fighting. There were magicians, and they were fighting the Nazis. And uh, Alistair Crowley was fighting for the English, and he was like casting spells across the Germany. And Rudolph Hess was casting spells back to Alistair Crowley. And then Alistair Crowley's like, "So come on then." Come on, let's fucking have it. Like, come on over to here. Come over here and I'll fucking fight you. So Rudolf Hess parachuted into Scotland in a jacket that was covered in magical symbols. And Alistair Curley was, you fucking dope. I can't believe you came. Arrest him, lads. He's a Nazi. And they arrested him and he survived. Like, he, he lived out the war. But, like, Alistair Curley's so deeply in this that like we'd see it as like a superficial political thing where there's lads making moves in iran contra and selling drugs and doing this and getting lads elected but there is definitely some kind of esoteric undercurrent you keep on saying dark arts and dark arts like do you really think that it's dark magic at work yeah like you think there's a magical force i think there i what i think it is is there there's a doctrine at work uh, uh, a Luciferian, whether it's the black box of Saturn or whatever it is, that these guys follow this dark, dark uh, way of thinking in which they're traumatized really hard. They have to do really awful things to other people to get in, and then they're just all psychopaths and they just worship 
greed and the you know the god of Saturn and all that stuff, and that's what What's they're the doing. Game though, if they have Crowley doing this a hundred years ago, building up to this moment where they have supreme control, is it like to control the entirety of humanity? Yeah. Like is is George H. W. Bush's job done because he was able to? you know, get the Americans uh, and therefore the culture basically of, of the entire Western world into a position where you can like create like fake outrage and have people out in the streets protesting against a tweet like that, that, you know, people are using magic words now. They're able to say a, a spell like, you know, uh, uh, all trans women aren't real women. You say that like a lot of times on like all trans women aren't real women, all trans women aren't real women. Like if you say that a bunch of times, that's a fucking spell that will drive thousands of people crazy to protest in the street. It's very Do you think that's where it's I never thought about that. I, I, I don't know if it's that. I just think there's this group of people. They have a they've had a, a, a certain agenda they want to do, meaning total world domination, slavery of mankind. And it is a long game. It is a centuries, millennium game. A game. It's like going to back what, to, to Rome. End, you know what? To what end? Like, are we are we harvesting gold for the for the the Anunnaki Just to shoot into their complete atmosphere? other we... world power? And maybe it is to harvest gold. Maybe they are reptilians and their whole thing is to just get the gold for the Anunnaki. Or it's just simply like this small group of people who want to completely and utterly dominate everything. They already own all yeah, the money. Yeah, why though is what I was always wondering. Like, I'm trying to think of they and whenever... Like, why does Pablo all... Escobar want to sell cocaine? Because he wants money and power. The, the, but at that, the time, at the time though, he did uh, he had all the money, and then the money wasn't worth that. There's he never enough money. There's never warm. enough. There's never enough. Billionaire, millionaires want to be billionaires. Billionaires want to be trillionaires, and trillionaires just want to be fucking Darth Vader. There's just no, there's no end of it. It's just there's never enough power. And once they get to where they are, they'll start fucking turning on each other so that there's only one of them like a highlander or something like that you know <laughs> i can imagine george h w bush and like donald trump having a fight with swords in a car park or something. <laughs> that's not i don't know like I, don't, I can't see the end game though sam like i can't see when i'm trying to c- consider the concept of they when we always say like this dark force is cabal behind everything like what's in it for them you know Dude, uh, 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 power. John D. Rockefeller had had fucking eight heart transplants, and he died. Some weird. He looked like fucking uh, uh, some bloodhound, you know, old man, like worn out, fucked up, drawn out, like a like a McDonald's bag that was left out in the rain. Like he looked fucked up, man. No, I'm with you, dude. He and didn't have a, he didn't have a good time all the way to the end. Is it that they're they're drinking children's blood because they want to live forever, but they can't because they're only human? Yeah. Like, what's the end game for these guys? Is it just to have fun like it's a computer game to play with people's lives? I mean, like, you'd have to ask a lizard person. My thing is just, like, <laughs> I just think it's yeah. I just think it's world domination power that this small group of people wants to own everything. It's just, they just, it, that's it. There's no end game. It's just get more power, get more power, yeah. get more power, get more power, bang more chicks, bang everybody, run everything, control everything, more money, all the money, all the power of everything. Yeah, it seems fruitless, though, once you get everything, and then you have everything, and what more can you have then, you know? There once are... you get everything, what more is there? What know? is, I mean, like, look at look at Trump. He's just come back on taxes. 
dude, you look at like Apple, they paid no taxes. You're giving them a bigger yeah. tax break. Like, what is it? It's like, how much money can Apple have? Apple has more money than any company ever in the history of time, yet they just want more money. What, what like how much you don't want to pay tax? You're taking your this money that is so beyond anything ever, and you're throwing it in fucking Panama for in tax fucking shelters, so you don't have to pay tax. You have so much money. Like if you even paid a ten a one percent taxes, it would change. You know, it's like. You don't want to pay tax on a gazillion dollar? It just makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's never I enough. I, it's but never. I can't understand why. I know it's a weird. It's a because weird because you couldn't do it, Gordo. Show, like, that's that's the problem, though. With yeah. this whole thing, is like when we tell people, and I just got to wrap. I just want to talk about two more real quick things. But um, when when we tell people about Pedogate. And, and all this stuff, and they can't believe it because they would never do that. Because they're not, they're not us. They don't have morals. I think they just That's don't they have morals. They're, they're just, just completely don't. different people. They're MK Ultra. They're just they're crazy, dude. They're, I don't know how they do half the shit they broken. do. They're broken. They are, bro- and it's over time. I mean, you listen to these kids of the real, real rich. They get traumatized as kids. They do it. They traumatize them. So when they get old enough to run the business, they don't have any feelings. Their whole thing is kill, get all the money. That's all it is. I gotta wrap. I gotta yeah. get to these last two parts. Uh, Bush wants to kick off the top, the uh, drug war. Uh, the DEA caught wind of Bush's plan, and they set up encouraging a deal for Lafayette Square across the 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 White House. DEA agents plan to lure somebody to sell them crack. Later, the White House claimed no no uh, understanding or request for the DEA to make the purchase, and they basically did it. And this is the weird thing where like. Bush is a piece of shit for doing that, but the kid that did it is an idiot. Yeah. Why would you sell yeah, crack right. across the street from the White House? Why would yeah. you do it? Make money. Make money, man. <laughs> Make money, bang bitches. But the final thing <laughs> yeah. I wanted to talk about is talk the Franklin, Franklin scandal. That's right. Boy hookers in the White House in 1999 follow, uh, paints a chilling portrait of what's really going on in the upper echelons of the ruling elite here in America. The story involves children from orphanages in, in Nebraska, which is hilarious because what do they call fucking West Hollywood? Boys Town. And you realize how dark that, that term really is. Um, yeah. Flown around the around the United States by top Republican officials in order to ex- engage in child sex orgies with America's ruling elite. It was it's the fact that during the 1980s, ch- children child sexual services were provided by top re- Republican officials to key bureaucrats and, and Democrats. Though don't forget. Well, that yeah, that Epstein plan is full of Democrats too, for sure. But this, but yeah. see, the funny thing is, everybody talks about how Democrats are all the pedophiles, and I bring up the Franklin scale scandal. And I'm yeah. like, right there, it's fucking right there, dude. Yeah, Johnny Goshman is the key. Yeah, Boys Town, uh, a Bla- yeah. Black Larry, Black Larry. You know, Paul Bonacci. Paul Bonacci is the man who blew the shit on all of that. Yeah, he and was when on they got our show. Me. He was on our show. Talked about Black dude. Larry. So all that shit Absolutely. going on. Yeah, dark arts, man. I mean, and it's so funny when the pedophile stuff started coming out. George Bush, W H 
W.H. Bush, there's all these stories about what a poon hound he is. Like, he couldn't stop grabbing women's asses. Oh, that was the last yeah. thing he got caught with. The yeah. hashtag me too, but he was just, people were just, he's too old to even fucking charge dude, him with anything. Dude, that was a cover because yeah. all the pedophile shit was coming out. That he was full 100% oh, like, engaging it's, it. So it's like when a gay guy says, like, super anti-gay stuff, he's like, fuck gay guys. And, and you're like, like, dude. Oh, or your yeah. buddy talks about pussy way too much. Wait, yeah, that's oh, exactly what it is. Yeah. So you're like, oh, dude, dude come on, bro. Come on. She's not even that hot. She's fat. You're just saying that. (laughs) Gordo, thanks Uh, for coming on. So, yeah, the Franklin scale is the last one. Gordo, tell us, uh, our listeners, where they can find you and all your stuff. Uh, I'm on all the social media. Atla has social media. Even the one that uh, the Russians are, 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 you know, spying on you through. Vero. Uh, We're on everything. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, Reddit, the whole lot. Uh, The website is doseconspiracyguys.com. And uh, if you want to jump in to uh, the new project that I'm undertaking over the next few months, it's called TCG TV. It's a working title. And uh, I'm coming to America. Like, uh, Eddie Murphy, coming <laughs> to America. Uh, we're going to make uh, hopefully 12, maybe 10, 12 documentaries uh, all over uh, the United States, interviewing experts, podcasters, YouTubers, scientists, you know, researchers, uh, witnesses for all of the things that we just look up on the Internet. And uh, some of them are like gun control, racism, religion, uh, medicine, food and health, um, cryptozoology, uh, survivalists. We're going, we're going all in, uh, balls out to try and you know meet meet the fans and have the crack. And Sam, we're going to be joining you there in the ATS studios as well and recording the show, maybe hopefully in real life. Um, oh, and then it's up, happening. Uh, it's done deal. Well, it's happening. Dude, I'm saying we're, we're going to figure out some sort of episode that you're going to be on. Maybe you could, uh, I don't know if you partake of the herb, uh, uh, the herb of the forest, but maybe you'll come with me and we'll we'll go down to one of the dispensaries downtown and try and of interview course. the dudes. We'll and take you, what Gordo, I'm going to show you around, dude. You got a, you got a personal uh, escort to show you all the things in LA that you want to go see. Hey, I, hey love before it. we're done, I got one question for Sam. Yeah. You're a poor orphan kid in Mexico and, uh, the Bushes want to adopt you, or or the Clintons want to adopt you. Your mom was a hooker, and your dad's a gambler. You got nowhere to go. You got to pick one of the two. Which are you picking? Come on, they're both horrible. Uh, either the Bushes or the, or uh, the Clintons. Clintons. Oh, I picked death, dude. I pick, you ain't picking none of them. No, you you you'd rather stay no. an orphan in Mexico, yeah. with no food, no I nothing. I got a chance, dude. <laughs> I got a chance. Gordo, you're the best. I appreciate you coming on, dude. And thanks, man, for having me, man. We'll talk to you soon. I just want to go. Can you get the clicks up real quick? On uh, guys, go check out the special. Right there, uh, go to Vimeo.com. Just put in Sam. Tripoli or Zero Fox or the Viper Room, it will come up. Uh, Chicago, get with it, man. Get to buy Zane, buy the tickets at Zany's, everybody. Go Chicago, put in Zany Chicago, Tinfall Hat, Eddie Bravo, myself, some of our friends will all be there. Grab those tickets, man. We're super excited. I love you all very much. And uh, this will be out today. And then the next episode is with Graham Elwood. And we're talking uh, Julian Assange. You guys are the best. Thank you again, Gordo. And we'll see you guys soon. Take care. Thanks, lads. See ya. Thanks very much.